from the movie Meatballs 4 that was Corey Feldman. He was doing a Michael Jackson dance there in the middle of Camp Lakeville. Uh, here in the movie, yes, a sequel, the, the, the fourth in the installment of the Meatballs movie uh, called Meatballs 4. Uh, the Rescue? Was it The Rescue? Mike Carlos, I don't know. I, Scott I didn't Carlico. realize. I didn't realize there was a, a subtitle to this one until you pointed it out. And yes, once again, my friends, you've tuned into another episode of Comedy History 101, where we school you in comedy. As we pointed out in the last episode, this okay. is just a continuing saga in the Meatball story. In the meatball meatball I, universe. In the Meatballs universe, I, of course, am Harmon Leon, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Scott Colonico. How are you, Scott? I'm meatball-rific, Harmon. I'm ready to get into some more meat-tastic meatballs. Ball-ish. Yeah, so where we left off last time, we were kind of explaining the rules of the Meatball universe. We met some of the characters, but let's dive right back in. Because, of course, when you're talking about Meatballs 4, this can't possibly explain in just one podcast episode. Can't be that done. That last 30 can't, minutes. Cannot be yeah. done, yeah. No. Yeah, and I guess before we, we go into the big baffling trivia into this, um, at, probably at the end of Act 1, it ends with a big party where Corey Feldman does a Michael Jackson dance to a song that sounds uh, vaguely familiar, like a Mac, you know, I'm sure they yeah, couldn't like Michael, get the rights, yeah. but it sounds like just a really bad ripoff of a Michael Jackson song. All right, baby! And he non-ironically does... Uh, a Michael Jackson dance like we've seen like on the Today Show like within the last two years where he did that non-ironically and okay so my my conspiracy theory was when he signed on to do Happy Campers uh, which was later retitled Meatballs 4 that he demanded that there be a Michael Jackson dance I would, I would say there's no, no conspiracy needed, dude. I think it was so, and that was pretty obvious. Yeah, so he does this dance at this party, and, and, and when, it, when the music stops, he's down on one knee, and he says non-ironically into the microphone, Elvis has left the building. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> as, as, when, as in triumph. Yeah, because it's so like, oh my God, I can't believe that. I can't believe a human being can dance like that. Yeah, that's... Um, 
which was followed by a speech with a lot of expository uh, 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 dialogue that yeah, sets up the whole up. Uh, yeah. uh, second act. So we kind of know exactly where it is because in that speech, it's pretty much all there. Now, tomorrow morning, I'm going to be holding the uh, tryouts for our annual ski meet competition against Twin Oaks. Now, if you're not familiar with Twin Oaks, Twin Oaks is that big, fancy, rich place on steroids across the lake. Now, this meet is very important to Neil because Twin Oaks has won the last three years in a row. All right! Bite me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then join on my other conspiracy theory is that, uh, okay, so Corey Feldman said he was furious when he found out that Happy Campers was being retitled uh, Meatballs 4, but I think... Once he found out, okay, it's going to be titled Meatballs 4, he kind of does a pale imitation of Bill Murray in parts. You all right? Am I all right? Oh, yeah, I'm just fine. I'm probably doing a lot better than you right now because you got to go out and look for a new job. New job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you understand English? I'll blast Spaniel. You're fired. Fired. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's totally there. And so that's that was the thing It was where it was just like, yeah, you know, how much of this was set up before? Yeah, he's totally doing a Bill Murray kind of. He's trying to do his little... It was like a little bit uh, uh, pathetic or, or... Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad if, if you just go like in an improv game. Okay, act like Bill Murray. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, and be like crazy and outrageous. And, like um, get, but, getting people to pull your finger. Yeah, so I just think, uh, but I think, I think like once he found out, he goes, okay, so this is Meatballs 4, and people are going to look at me as the Bill Murray type character, so I might as well act all Bill Murray ish. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and it through, through, through the lens of Corey Feldman. <laughs> um, and there was a couple of, I think we both kind of, at the, uh, at the end, we both had a couple favorite moments down there at the very end of the movie. Yeah, but let's let's talk about who plays uh, Grandpa in the movie. Okay, and yeah. it's kind of sad on many levels. Was uh, great actor Jack Nance, who was first known as a racer head in, in David yeah. Lynch movie, a racer head. Would you look at that? Maybe thirty people. Twenty-four. Twenty-four people. Two years ago, we would have had eighty, maybe a hundred of them. No more. All because of one thing. The economy? Damn, damn TV. And then you look, he was in every single uh, David Lynch movie. Yep, uh, Pretty much through the 90s. Um, um, I actually, I think he got, uh, he he died tragically. I think he got stabbed outside of a Winchell's Donut in uh, Hollywood. Holy cow, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, he was either stabbed or he got in a fight uh, with a kid outside a donut shop, and then later died like the next day. But he was in he was in like in Blue Velvet. He was in the Twin Peaks uh, TV show. Um, the movie I think he did right before this was the uh, the the nineties Twin Peaks movie. So right. again. What the fuck is he doing know, signing on to Happy Campers? Um, so he plays the the owner of the camp. Yeah, that's that's him. All right, now, uh, welcome to Lakeside Water Ski Camp. I'm Neil Peterson. I'm the owner. Uh, people around here just call me Neil, especially when I'm dropped to my knees. 
Yeah, but the, the, the very sad thing about this is during the filming of Meatballs 4, um, you know, they were in a remote lake. It was called Bass Lake, uh, California. Um, so at the time, his wife was threatening suicide. So um, and a lightning storm knocked out the phones at Bass Lake. And Nansen, the director, um, they contacted the sheriff in Los Angeles and the sheriff broke down the door and the, uh, his wife committed suicide during the filming of Meatballs 4. So he's on that set, in that movie, in that role, and he found out that his wife committed suicide. So imagine you get that news and then the next day you're back to work delivering lines saying to the campers, my name's Neil, at least that's what people call me when I'm right in front of them. And then doing shtick with like Corey Feldman. I know I promise not to interfere, but look, I'm concerned. The meat's only a week away and frankly, I don't see much common. Oh, Neil, relax. This is only the first week. I'm gonna get him going. Tomorrow we'll dig in deep. It's gonna be fine. And besides, you don't need a lot of talent. Look at your career. <laughs> I know. Oh well, holy, <laughs> holy crap! Dude. I didn't realize he was he was the main guy in Eraserhead. Yeah, he's Eraserhead, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, holy I know, shit. I know. So he's been so David Lynch. Where he went to, to he went to the Philadelphia School of Art, I believe, and that's where they film Eraserhead was filmed in Philly. So um, yeah, so he's was like you know one of David Lynch's you know. You know, longtime friends and just was in all the David Lynch movies after Eraserhead. You know, he was Eraserhead. Yeah, okay, yeah, so he, he died in 1996. Wow, they found him. They, it wasn't, there was something about a donut shop there. Uh, he was yeah. having lunch with his friends at a donut shop, but they found him in his apartment. And he had a blood alcohol level of 24%. Yeah, it seemed like, you know, when your wife commits suicide and you're cast in Meatballs 4, that's <laughs> yeah, not that's... going to be the best mental health no. thing going on. No. Oh, dear. <laughs> but, okay. yeah, so you have that whole level to this. this. <laughs> and, <That> is... <laughs> and, and, and then you have, you know, him playing, doing comedy lines with Corey Feldman <laughs> yeah, you know, after finding like... out this news. <laughs> well, that may, we should do a mashup of, of uh, this and Eraserhead. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Or we should do a video where, where kids react to Eraserhead <laughs> and Meatball Sport. <laughs> 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 no, we, we'd get sued. We'd get sued by the Fine Brothers. Oh, yeah. Because they invented YouTube. <laughs> they, invented, they invented get reacting to things. <laughs> so, anyway, um, how, how does the movie end? Well, the good guys win. Oh, but oh, but the, well, so how does I, he I, win? How does he win? Oh, oh, okay. So, and this I know I made a note of this. This uh, is kind of another little ripoff of kind of another one of my favorite movies. Uh, not my favorite movie, but it was an enjoyable movie. Uh, also involving Harold Ramis uh, was mm-hmm. uh, Back to School. Roddy Dangerfield. Did did Harold Ramis direct that? He, I believe, he wrote it. He might have directed. Oh, right. It's not a bad not, movie, you know. Yeah, Sam Kennison. one. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield plays an older gentleman who goes back back to school, as the title suggests, right. and he wins. He helps the school win their their diving championship by doing a dive called the Triple Lindy. 
Was it the slops against the snobs in that yeah, one? Well, oh, totally, it was. It had uh, <laughs> it's Rodney um, Dangerfield post had Rodney uh, Dan- Dangerfield and what's his name, um, Robert Downey Jr. in there as like a you know. Yep. Uh, and they were the slobs, and then the, they beat the snobs. And but the it was the triple Lindy. And yep. interesting, interestingly enough, the name of the uh, ski jump winning award in this one that gives everybody enough points to win. It gives the camp. Crystal Lake or Twin Peaks. <laughs> Crystal Lake's Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the uh, the Triple Hinge Jump in this movie. Thanks some more. Hey, you guys. Who's that? I have no idea who he is. Uh, wait a minute. That's <laughs> the only Lakeside owner and the only man to successfully complete the famed Triple Hinge. <laughs> Yeah, and and can we talk about the filming of that and the, the filming right. of the um, this, the the dub, the body doubles for all the water well, skiing? It wasn't thing, just the body doubles, Jack dude. Nance. I, I watched this. I wa- oh, I thought Jack Nance was gonna do the triple J- Lindy uh, hut hinge. Oh, that's what they doesn't. should. Yeah, but nah, yeah. that's what. Yeah, that's what should have happened. But <laughs> for arguing for parallel universe and the meatballs universe. No, I bet there was some demands on Corey Feldman's camp. Yeah. For him, for him to win, yeah, because he comes yeah. back at the end, because he broke yeah. his leg and then comes back or something. Anyway, but the thing is, dude, I watched this twice, right? Because you made a note mm-hmm. where people are like counting off as he does. So the the move is you go up a ramp, and you, you do three, yeah. two, three, and you do three flips. I watched, I had, I actually rewound Meatball Four to watch this again. Mm. He does not do three, he does two, but he does two flips. So that somebody, but then. Nance is, you know, Grandpa Nance is still going three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they film, they just film the same flip and show it again three times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was that. But that's what I'm saying. They didn't even show it three times. What they I'm saying is this, this movie's problematic. <laughs> okay, yes, okay. We're open up a whole can of worms, a whole other alternate reality here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the prequel, and, the and prequel then ends, for Beatballs. And then, for, and then the 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 pig pen gets gets the hot chick. Yeah, and we're assumed. Well, they sit together what? on the bus. That's about it. Yeah, and and, and then he does the joke. He does. Uh, I bring her home to meet my parents. Uh, I don't know if my mom will like her, but my dad will. Yeah. That didn't sit well with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's as well as like when Corey Feldman at the start of the movie makes his entrance, looks at a girl's boobs and goes, hi, hi, Bill. Hi, Ted. Yeah. You know, looking at each boob. <laughs> Tell me about your excellent adventures. Yeah. That's <laughs> as well as that joke. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. Making a joke about a movie that was two years old. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, and not to digress, and I should have brought this up front within the three-minute mark of the movie, Jack Nance, as Graham said, says, okay, everyone, let's hit the showers. Yeah, I know. That was awesome. <laughs> well, why? Well, that well, was... Other a, than to, to set up the scene where they could do the Porky's ripoff. But it's almost... The, the other one that was just as good is when they have the, the air raid... The air raid siren in the morning, and they're like, "Get oh, up, yeah, get up!" Fire, <laughs> there's a fire, and everybody <laughs> and throw water at each other. <laughs> yeah. Throw water in each other, and it turns out to be Grandpa Eraserhead and and old yeah. uh, Corey Feldman <laughs> playing a joke on everyone. Yeah, unlike the scene where they play sh- strip charades. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> any, any other takeaways from, uh, from all this? I know it's easy to make fun of Corey Feldman movies, but how does this differ than uh, just making fun of a Corey Feldman movie or, you know, just bad sequels in, in general? Where does this sit in, in comedy history? Or how does this relate to the Meatballs universe? You could take any avenue with that question. Okay. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I think it is interesting how um, it no matter... Now, I can't say... I've only seen the trailers for Meatball 2 and Meatball 3. Is that some... There's always a lake involved. A lake? Well, yeah, yeah. the camps are on lakes. So yeah. that's, you know, part of the camping experience. All right. I, I, then I fully endorse that. Um, and as far as comedy history goes, I mean, I think this is... Um, this is a well welcome addition to the Meatballs canon. Um, I think there might be room for a prequel in here somewhere, like a young Jack Tripper. Or Jack young, Tripper. Uh, that was the guy in um, Meatballs. Three's Company. No, no. Oh no, his well, Tripler was in was in Meatballs. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So maybe some room for a Rudy, a Rudy the Rabbit. Rudy the Rabbit. Or a reboot. Or maybe it's time for a re- reboot. Oh, right. How about an all-female meatballs? And yeah, all-female. Like the all-female meat- Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's that's what it's time for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think, um, so anyways, just a small plot point, uh, I, which will uh, high jump into my conclusion, is the reason why uh, the rich camp uh, wanted... Uh, our, our, our friends at Camp Lakeview to fail was she wanted to turn the camp into a golf course. Uh-huh. Like, a, 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 and, and one of these summer camp movies I came across because I fell asleep and then suddenly I'm on YouTube trailer after trailer <laughs> of similar movies. Was a, It was a Canadian movie called Oddballs, which was a summer camp movie where the rich camp wanted to, or the rich lady wanted to turn their camp into a shopping mall. Oh man, so, yeah. So there's again, it's like that is uh, with when you're writing within the genre, uh, the the snobs want to take your camp over for some sort of capitalistic purpose. Urgh, I hate those oh, snobs. Rich camp, you yeah. you snobs. Yeah, but there was a kind of we both kind of noticed that at the end, at the very end of the movie. There's a little they break the fourth wall. Ah, yeah. Okay, we can we can wrap up with this. Was yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to explain it? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just kind of I kind of was not paying that close of attention at the end. Like so, so Corey is making out with his his longtime love, who was the um, the da- the granddaughter of Eraserhead uh, Camp yeah. Captain, right? So uh-huh. he's making out, yeah. And then he just turns to the camera and says, "Hey, what are you guys looking at? Go home." Movie's over. Go home. The movie's over. You paid your money. You saw the movie. Now go home. Yeah, and then she leaves, and then he shrugs at the camera and goes, "I was in Goonies." But before that, he does. He makes a very uh, '90s reference where he says, uh, "Don't forget to rewind your movie, or you get charged fifty cents." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, not that? applicable anymore. I, it's just like I, 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 I saw this. I heard this. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This podcast with Mike Babiglia when he was writing his latest movie, which wasn't very good, but he brought up a good point is when you look at your script, look at all the references and just think to yourself, will this be relevant to people 10 years from now, which is always yeah. a good point. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, just those kind of jokes. It's just like it pretty much 40% of the jokes in here just have no yeah. relevance. I fall no. and I can't get up. Well, oh, uh, man. have someone help you because <laughs> I don't get that <laughs> reference. <laughs> Call somebody but, on your um, cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but the, the the last thing in the credits when he, when he shrugs with a smile and self-deprecating humor and, and goes, I was in Goonies. Like she, like the actress made some sort of comment about them, like, oh, Mr. Big Actor. And then he shrugs and goes, <laughs> I was in Grinnies. So my thought was, my thought was um, every movie after that that Corey Feldman made, that should have been his very last line. I was in Goonies. In every movie? <laughs> yeah, every movie after that. Oh, that was Should always end with him going, I was in Goonies. So he wasn't. So we have, we haven't been following uh, Corey too much after that. He, that was it, pretty much. No, he. I looked on his IMDb page. He's still making movies. Oh yeah, he's still cranking. Them out. He's got his band or two or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just you know he'll always make a movie. Um, just one footnote. Um, this minor league baseball team I saw. Um, uh, they had like Corey Feldman Day. Um, I don't know where the minor league baseball team... So Corey Feldman came in, and they thought he would just, you know, give some trivia and shit like that. But he turned up with his band, which was oh, like... Yeah, I heard about that. You know, it's just him and, like, you know, four women, and it's just awful. And he just turned up. He thought it was like, all right, we're, we got a booking at this baseball stadium. And, and it just like, you know, there's a video on YouTube, and just people were like... Boom. Oh. Okay. All right. I mean, again, it's like I I would just say like things like that in the Michael Jackson dance. It goes back to you know other. What well, goes back to our previous episode of Comedy History One Hundred and One, where who are the modern day McGonagalls? Uh, William Tell was McGonagall, the worst poet in Scottish history, who had no sense of self and thought he was the greatest poet ever. It's mm-hmm. just like Corey Feldman. And, and his band and doing the Michael Jackson dance in this movie is those are classic modern day McGonagall uh, moments. Yeah, he had that whole weird Michael Jackson thing going on. That might be a subject for another podcast, not related to. Comedy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and there was there was yeah, and there was one Michael Jackson joke in there, and I just was trying to. Oh, I wrote it down. No, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, go was, ahead. Go ahead. It was, I thought, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just wrote down. It just says, Michael Jackson joke, question mark. Yeah, it was weird. It was just, it was like. It was some sort of a rip thing. on Michael Jackson, but at the time, he was like his best friend here. Come on, guys. Let's do it. Come on. Anything's possible if you want it bad enough. Look at Michael Jackson. It made no sense, though. Like, somebody does. Somebody he said something did, like, "Well, look at Michael Jackson." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it made it made no sense. <laughs> but, anyways, I, I I think we pretty well covered this. I think we I think pretty much have gone an hour. <laughs> an hour of meatballs, meatballs two, meatballs yeah. four, meatballs four. Sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah, already thinking. So, I'm thinking ahead to the next episode. And that, my friends, concludes our two-parter on the history 
of Meatballs 4, one of the worst movie sequels of all time. So with that, Scott, we've come to the point of something we call Plug Away. Plug Away, Scott. Uh, well, thanks, Harmon. Yeah, well, just the usual. We've got uh, new episodes of This is the President coming out after this break. And, oh, boy, do we have some tapes now. We've got some tapes from now and here and now. we got Omarosa. we got Trump. we got everybody on tape now. So this is going to be some episodes you're not going to want to miss. So that's This is the President, where you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Last.fm, and everywhere else you find your favorite podcasts. Very good, very good. And for me, I have, yeah, I've wrapped up the Edinburgh Festival, so you know I have scattered shows here and there that you can find out um, by going to my Facebook page, uh, uh, facebook.com slash HarmanLeon, or my website, HarmanLeon.com. Also, my new book, Meet the Deplorables, Infiltrating Trump America. And we'll be back next week with a brand spanky new episode of Comedy History 101. Where we school you in comedy. Thanks a lot as always, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Comedy History 101.